Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We welcome you on behalf of our co-founder, Archbishop G.W. Smith, and our senior pastors, Pastor Oshibar Hartman and Lady Ebony and the old girls. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. We are Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International. We are located at 583 Highway 155 North in Stockton, Georgia. We are a global ministry. We are worldwide, and we thank God for the opportunity to do work, uh, kingdom business throughout the world. And today we are here to study the Word of God because troubled times will come, but the only thing that will keep us through troubled times is the Word of God. And so we are here to study His Word and to get and then all we can from him so we can live in these last and evil days. Amen. So we are in Romans 11 chapter, just getting started, amen. So uh, uh, turn, turn in, get your Bibles, get your pencil and paper so we can get in and study this word of God and see what God is saying to us. Amen. But before we do that, we're going to have a word of prayer, and then we have a song, and then we'll go forth. Amen in Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on and give God the glory. Give him the praise. Give him the honor. Amen. For he is worthy of the praise. He's worthy of all the glory. Hallelujah. So we lift up our hands unto the Lord and we give him the praise for all that he is doing uh, in our lives. So we thank God. We thank God. We thank you, Lord. That you are the great I am, Lord. Lord. You are the Prince of Peace. You You are the great deliverer, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We bless you you right now. Hallelujah, Lord God. You are our healer, Lord God. You You are our deliverer, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. You are our present help in the time of trouble, Lord God. We thank you for it right now in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we lift up our hands to you right now and thank you, Lord God, that as we come before you today, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will show us miraculous things in your word, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. You, Lord. Show us the miracles, Lord God, in your word, oh God. Show us, Lord God, the things that we may have been pondering in our mind, in our heart, Lord God. Show it to us today, Lord God. Make, make it clear uh, to us this morning, oh God. Thank you, Lord God, for each and every person that is online, and those that are here, Lord God, those that are on their way, Lord, we are praying right now, Lord yes, God, that yes, you, God, will take yes, care of yes, them, oh God. Yes, yes, we thank you, Lord thank God, you, Lord. hallelujah, that you will give us clarity thank today you, concerning anything that you want us to know, God. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, we bless you, we honor you, and we glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Come on and clap glad hands for Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
hallelujah, he can break the unbreakable. Move the unmovable. Hallelujah, we believe for it. And if we believe it, without doubt, Mark 11 says, whatever we say, we shall receive what we believe. Amen? So we thank God today for another opportunity just to get into his word and see what God will say to us and through us. We are in Romans, the 11th chapter, and uh, we're, we are talking about Paul is expressing, he's giving an overview of the wisdom of God and Israel's future restoration. And we, we went through uh, verses 1 through 4, I believe it was, in how um, uh, Paul is demonstrating that there was a fraction of Israel. Uh, God divided Israel into two groups. Uh, and Paul divided Israel into two groups, and the majority was uh, uh, represented in, by Paul in the New Testament. Uh, it, it, his own conversation shows that God has not rejected Israel. Sometimes uh, we talk about how sometimes we feel all alone as if nobody else is, is, is dealing with what we're dealing with. But we know that God never leaves his people and even though it seemed like he's not there, he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even to the end of the earth. And so uh, uh, he brought the, he went and used the Old Testament to illustrate to us how uh, 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 um, there were times that as, even as believers that we can feel like we're the only one left. And uh, he he. Poor pun where I, uh, uh, um, Elijah thought he was the only one left, and God be able to show him that, listen, I have 7,000 who did not bow to Baal. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. And so uh, I was, we were saying last week that sometimes we get so caught up in church work and we get so exhausted that our physical strength leaves and it kind of just uh, uh, weighs on our spiritual strength, and, and we begin to think that uh, we begin to have a pity party and think that our work is in vain because we don't see the results we think we should see. And so uh, uh, Paul is telling uh, uh, this church at Rome that don't you get twisted in your mind that God would leave you alone. He would not forsake you. Even the house of Israel, he would not forsake you. Uh, even though uh, we can see down through history in the Old Testament how every time the Jews disobeyed God, he put a whooping on them through slavery and serving other nations, but he still rescued them no matter what. And so uh, God would never leave us nor forsake us. And so uh, uh, Paul begins to tell Israel that even though they hated the prophets, they killed the prophet. And we learned on this week uh, uh, through our grandson uh, teaching about how that the, 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 the Bible, the, 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 the times that we're living in, we ought to know that first we had uh, uh, the creation, then we had um, uh, um, uh, God wanted man to not eat of the tree of good and life. 
good, uh, good, good and evil, right? That was his commandment to them. Do not eat from this tree. We saw a man <laughs> disobeyed that. Then when he got uh, Moses, he told, uh, 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 told, well, then we had Noah, right? Then he told the people to come into the ark for 120 years. Come into the ark. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't do it. They just, I mean, simple things that God asked them to do, man refused to do. Do not eat of this tree. You, I mean, all the other trees in the garden. I don't know how many trees there was, but there was there were trees all over, right? Do not eat of this one tree. This one tree. We couldn't do it. And so uh, uh, the ark we didn't do. Then he went to uh, 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 to Moses. He didn't obey the, the Ten Commandments. No matter what God put in front of man, man continues to disobey. And then, so in order for God to try to restore, to restore uh, the people of God, Israel, he began to send the prophet. He sent uh, he uh, uh, he sent the prophet to tell them. That listen, restoration is coming. We're going to send a Savior. God is going to send his son to die for you and to redeem you back to himself. They did not accept the prophet's word, and they stoned him and killed him. And so even down to when the Savior, when the Messiah did come, guess what they did? Did not believe him and killed him. Right, and so, uh, uh, so he uh, Paul is is telling this church that uh, uh, as Jews, you can't brag on anything, but because when you had everything given to you, you refused it, you rejected everything that God did for you, and so, uh, um, he so he said that you you got to be careful because. Uh, and now you kill you kill a prophet and you dug dug down things you throw down altars you you, you destroyed uh, everything and I am left uh, 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 uh. so whatever answer whatever God has for us we got to know that God is still with us and we are not alone in this fight we're not here by ourselves because God will never leave us nor forsake us so what we got to do with God is instructed us. And stop rejecting the will of God. And we see we got uh, those online. If you want to uh, uh, get in this conversation, please press one so we can bring you live. We want to make sure that your background is conducive. Press one so I know uh, to let you guys live so we can uh, enjoy this uh, discussion today. We are starting at verse five and six, Romans the 11th chapter, verse five and six. We're gonna ask uh, Elder Davis to. Through those two verses, five and six. Unless there's some comment, press one on your phone if you if you want to bring live, uh, be in this discussion. Press one on your phone. Amen. Uh, Elder Dave. Verse five. Even so, then at the present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. Mm. And if by grace. No more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. But if it be of 
given us it's by grace. There's nothing we can do to earn it mm-hmm. be obedient. First of all, it's of being practical and saving to be obedient. two and eight says God has created us unto good works. Good work. uh-huh. uh, uh, not by works, but we are still to do good works. It's by grace. And if it's not by grace, then it's by works. Same thing you're saying is, and it's by works, then it wouldn't have done any good to Jesus to have died. Grace puts us under the authority of God. It puts us under uh, obedience to God to Jesus Christ. You're only going to get that grace by accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord The Bible says God has poured out His grace on the just as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get the benefit of the many benefits until you accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. And we know there's a devil in this world who don't want us to accept the grace of God. And it's not by words, not by anything else, but grace. All we can is grace, grace, grace. And whatever we do in the kingdom of God, God has graced us to do it. Amen. So, so. Anybody else? Those of you online, come on now. Uh, press one on your phone. So he's saying that even then, all this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. Now, uh, there is a remnant left. Just as just as we see when uh, when Isaiah I mean uh, Elijah thought he was the only one, there was a remnant still left that did not bow down. Even in the days of uh, Nebuchadnezzar, there was a remnant. There were three boys who did not bow to the golden uh, image, and so there's always going to be a remnant. God always going to have a remnant who will stand up. We can see when. Uh, 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 um, uh, um, uh, Saul and, and the army of, of God was all uh, paralyzed by Goliath. There stood a remnant, one little boy stood. I mean, all those mighty warriors uh, were frozen with panic uh, and did not move for 40 days. Goliath haunted them and talked about God. Now, if you love somebody, how long is it going to take for you to get up the nerve to defend the person you, you love and somebody's talking about? I, love, I mean, for 40 days, they listened to him defy God. David, one boy, came there to deliver lunch to his brother and heard this Philistine Talking about God, he got he got righteous indignation. And said, "Who is this heathen talking about my God?" And wanted to do something about it. So there's always going to be a remnant who's going to stand. 
And so today, are we a part of the rest? Are we going to stand no matter what? Because there's so many people that are falling by the wayside. They're going into all kind of different religion and all kind of beliefs, straying away from what God has called us to do. Uh, 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 Paul told one of the churches that who, who has bewitched you? You started off real good. What happened? And so, but there's always going to be a remnant who's going to be able to stand. And then we talk about the elect. Uh, so the, the, uh, my commentary talks about there's four elect. And this is co- according to the, uh, the commentary of the Bible. It says that number one is, is Christ. And that's Isaiah 42 and 1. And 1 Peter 2 and 6. Then all Christians are elect. Romans 8, 33. Colossians 3 and 12. And then Israel was elected by God. Isaiah 45 and 4. And then, it, then angels were elect. 1 Timothy 5 and 21. Anyone chosen of God at any time, Jews or Gentiles, is the elect of God. Romans 9, 11, 11, 5. All men are called to become God's elect or chosen ones and can be if, if they will choose God. And so uh, we got to make a decision. And we see we got the uh, online uh, hand raised. Elder Heath, you're now live on the air. Oh, hello. Hey. Okay, and I, I think since I was in queue, um, you, you really brought out what I was getting ready to say, that it wasn't proud, especially when you were speaking about, uh, you know, Goliath and David, but in it's the elect because in the uh, NIV it was saying that this remnant chosen by grace by God himself. So it's not that it's a, a big church or that it's a mega church with lots of people who are in that, but it is the chosen remnant of God that performs the work needed. And um, <clears throat> it's by grace, you know, that they do it. So it's, it, it doesn't matter how many are in the crowd, like the, the army of Israel. It doesn't matter how many are in the mega church. And um, we know that it's, it's the remnant. And I really like how um, Deacon um, Bass is commentary at the end of that last week. And I remember writing it down, and it, it was alluding to the fact it said something about that God never leaves humanity without a remnant. And that really impressed me to just think about this all the more. So there are the elect, and it's not everyone that God chooses to carry on his work. Amen, amen. 
you know, because because uh, because it's a remnant. It has to be people who are sound, uh, not wishy-washy, not not going back and forth. It has to be, and it's, it's almost like uh, a fire department. Everybody can't be a fire because they go into places that folks trying to get out. <laughs> uh, everybody can't get that mindset that I'm going into a burning building. When the normal thing to do is to run out of a burning building. And I'm going the opposite of what's normal. So this remnant ain't just ordinary folks. They are elect of God. Uh, And so when I think about Jesus met with 500 brethren. While the 40 days that he stayed uh, after his resurrection, he met with 500 brethren. And I believe there's no scripture reference to say but I believe he told them all to wait, to be endowed with power from on high. And only 120 <laughs> were found in the upper room. Amen. Now, Jesus, not me now, uh, uh, not, not, not Bishop, uh, uh, whoever, but Jesus, 500, to meet in the upper room. 120 showed up. So God used that remnant when the day of Pentecost was fully come. Hallelujah. That remnant, the 120, was able to uh, impact nations. Because when the day of Pentecost was fully come, people from all nations came to Jerusalem. That's why I said fully come. Everybody was there. And so God chose the time when everybody came in and used that hundred point, speak the language to every nation that was there. <laughs> it was only a remnant. He asked for 500, but the remnant shows up. So when we feel like it's just us, just us few, showing up every time, don't be discouraged because the remnant is who he used. The remnant is because who he fortified, who he put into uh, you know, anytime you have a, a military uh, 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 company, there is a few that just elite, that sets apart. Uh, they call them uh, 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 the Black Hawks or the the, uh, 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 the field. Everybody can't be a field. <laughs> Everybody can't be. So, so uh, uh, when we feel like this, Uh, we're we're here and we're the rest of the folks. Don't you be worried about that. God got you and he's putting in you the word of God that you got necessary because it's going to take the remnant who are filled with the word of God to impact the world. Folks who just jump in and shout, they ain't impacting nobody. Seem like they are because they look all they always, in church they always shout, but that is it ain't the shout. Hallelujah. You got to be submitted to Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. God will pull them down. <laughs> Amen. And so, so Paul is saying that don't worry about it. You are the elect. And and by grace, then it's no more a work. It, 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 and if by grace, then is it no more work? So the thing is that it ain't about keeping the Tenth Amendment. It's about God's grace given to you by what Jesus did on the cross. You can't earn salvation. It's a gift. You can't pay to get it. It's a gift. And so people think that uh, I'm paying God when I pay my tithe. You can't pay God. I'm paying God because I'm faithful in the church. But if you are not doing it out of your love for God, but just to please God, there's a difference in pleasing somebody and loving somebody. Now, you can't love somebody without pleasing them. So you ain't going to please them all the time if you love them. Because God loves us if he don't please us all the time. Right? God ain't going to come in our mess where we are unless he's trying to get you out of it. Right? But he ain't going to come in there and stay with you. He's going to pull you out of that mess if he comes in that mess with you. And so, so but you can't uh, 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 love somebody and still, you know, don't, 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 don't correct them. And so uh, the, the grace of God is what we have. So if it's, if it's not based on grace, what is it? And he's trying to tell them now the Old Testament, the, the laws cannot save you. It's what Christ did on the cross that's going to save you, not what the law did. I'm saying that uh, grace no more uh, grace, but it is not. If it, it, it would be of works, then it is no more grace. So it got to be one or the other. You can't go back and forth. You can't try to get these uh, um, these uh, uh, Gentiles to start uh, uh, getting circumcised and think that's going to save them. So the Jews were saved by grace and not because of any connection with the covenant of works. For it is, it, if it were of works, then it would cease to be free and unmerited grace. Like I said before, you can't earn it. So this grace is grace. Grace is given to you. And not only is it given to you, unmerited. That really puts the real difference because somebody gives you Somebody gives you something because you did something, right? You went beyond, uh, uh, above and beyond what you should have done, so somebody gave you something because of that. But grace is even greater than that. You don't even deserve it. You haven't done uh, 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 beyond anything, but they give, give it to you anyway. That's what grace is, I believe. And so uh, uh, Paul is saying that no matter what, that we cannot we are the remnant, and we're saved by grace, not by the law. The law did not, cannot save us. That's why God sends his son to save us. Amen? So, Elihi, you want to do our verse 7 and 8? Anybody else that comment on that? You do 7 and 8? All right, have the, um, <coughs> have the NIV. 
what then? What Israel sought to um, earnestly sought to um, earnestly it did not obtain, but the elect did obtain. The others were hardened, as it is written. God gave them a spirit. God gave them a spirit of stupor eyes, so that they could not see, and ears, so they could not hear. To this very day, whoa! <laughs> wow! <laughs> to this very day, whoo! So I, that, that's really kind of deep there, and um, it's even saying. With this grace, the overall grace that, that that Jesus left, you know, and and that that God gives and that covers, it is just saying to this very day there is not going to be some elect. To this very day there is not going to be some uh, a faithful remnant pulled out of you know not just the tribe of Israel but of us too. So. Because he already knew that they would not obtain this because of their heart. So they will never, there are some that will never be the elect. There are some that will never be chosen. There are some that will never be called remnant. And so we have to be so very careful today that we are not just what we call, we are the church, but we have to make uh, sure that we are kingdom citizens and not just church goers. And I think this speaks to that also. That's all, that, that's what I have to um, add to that. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And uh, one of the references, uh, Isaiah 29 and 10, says that for the Lord has poured out upon you the spirit of deep sleep, and has closed your eyes, and the prophet and your elders in the seers have he covered. <laughs> wow. That the very word of God that should have awakened them has blinded them. <laughs> the very word of God that should have awakened them have blinded them. They're looking at the word of God and taking it the opposite to what it means. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and you say something, but they're taking the opposite of what you're saying? This is what happened to Israel. And he said that God is not to blame Israel. And so even today, we have Jews who do not believe the Messiah came already. All right. They still, and this this Bible is written uh, centuries ago, but it's saying even today, and, and we can say even in our day, they still don't believe. And these are people who have records. <laughs> it's amazing to me. They have records of all the prophecies that were told. They have the record of the New Testament which demonstrates the fulfillment of the prophecy, and they still don't believe. Why? Paul is saying because they have fallen asleep. <laughs> they have they have uh, 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 fallen asleep and cannot even see. And that's why the Bible says that the God of this world has blinded our eyes. 
that we can't even see even the truth. Wow. It's amazing to me that we have scholars in the Jewish uh, 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 religion who knows, I mean, the history in, 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 in our Sunday school lesson uh, uh, Sunday, we heard where demons recognize Jesus. <laughs> the, 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 the man who lived in the tomb, the demons recognized who Jesus was. And how come these scholars, oh my goodness, it's, it's amazing. How come these scholars can't see Jesus when a demon can see and recognize who he is? And even the demon, when you study the scripture, you'll get more and more out of it. I mean, I've never seen that before. The demon asked Jesus to ask God <laughs> to permit them to go to the sea. I mean, they realize that God has all power, even though they're demonic. They recognize who has the power. They recognize who Jesus was. He said, thou son of the most high God. Not every, he, the demon is any, any God. He said, you are the son of the most high God. The demons are saying that, and we got Jewish scholars. Who have not yet recognized that Jesus is the Messiah? That's mind boggling. It's just in the head, <laughs> not in the heart. If you know the, if you know the word that's from the head, and you don't know it's from the heart, then you can't be obedient to it. But it, but it seems to me, in the writing, the the natural vision of it says that when he comes. Here's what he's going to do. Because this little lady from Samaria recognized it. She said, our father told us. And, and so, and, and, and so the, the Samaritans were, were, were Jewish, but they were, they were half-breed. They were mixed. Uh, but they were still had the same teaching. And uh, the Jews really was, was more, more the ones who were really keeping up with all the tradition and everything else. So they should have, I mean, they were documenting everything that happened. And that's why when, when uh, John sent a message by his, 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 his servants to Jesus and say, are you the one or should we look for another? Jesus didn't say, yes, I am the one. Guess what he said? The blind eyes is open, the deaf hear, and the dumb speak. So this is the sign that the Messiah is here. Nicodemus and his crew recognize these signs and say, you got to be a man, a prophet sent from God, that they have not submitted that you are the Messiah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, what I'm saying is they have the natural evidence mm -hmm. and not accepting it mm -hmm. because Paul says they're blinded. They have eyes that they can't see. They have ears that they cannot hear because they are blinded and trying to make, because we get so used to a certain way we do things that when something, God makes a shift, we don't want to go with the shift. And God has made a shift when Jesus came. 
That's why the veil in the temple was split. <laughs> and so now we can go beyond the veil ourselves rather than just the preschool. And I was watching a, 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 a program the other night, and I heard the priest uh, forgiven this man's sin. I was like, wow. Because that's what it used to be back in the when before Jesus came. The high priest would go on our behalf and forget our sins forgiven and announce that our sins were forgiven. But now we can go boldly before the throne of God. But because we are so used to going to the priest, we don't want to change that. We are caught up in that and still want to do that. And so we are just blinded and just want to do the work. I guess it seems like it's something that we are doing. We're getting some, some satisfaction out of, I did it. But if Jesus already did all the work, all you're going to try to do is to don't reinvent the week for you. And so, so uh, Paul is stressing to them that the remnant is saved by grace, not by the law. Amen. So let's go to any other comment on on Sister Ali. You want, you want to press one on your phone? Oh. Amen. Amen. And so God is saying, 
you we can see it in our children, we can see it in ourselves that when you are, are rebellious, you can't see clearly. You don't see the actual facts uh, 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 that somebody's trying to show you, even though they're trying to tell you something that's good for you, but because you're rebellious, you, you can't even see what they're trying to tell you. Your rebellion has blinded you. And so Israel rebellion, that's why they couldn't see what they really saw. <laughs> they, they see the history. They see Jesus doing all these things. But because they're rebellious, they didn't want to accept what they were actually seeing. We can see our kids. We can tell them, don't do that. And if they're, they're rebellious, they're going to do it anyway because they don't see what you tell them. They don't even see the day that you tell them. Do not sneak out the house at nighttime. They used to say back in the day that the, uh, 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 the darkness ain't got no eyes. The night ain't got no eyes. You never see what you never know what's going on in the nighttime. That's when evil come out. Don't go out. Don't sneak out this house. But because of the rebellion, just what we do. Sneak out the house anyway. And sometimes we get in trouble. And the same thing mama say don't do, and the reason why she say don't do it, you find yourself looking at it. But because of your rebellion, you didn't see it. You didn't even hear what they were saying. You just tuned them out. And so what Israel did was tune out the prophets. So much and so they tried to turn the radio off by killing They didn't try to change the channel. They wanted it turned off, and they killed the prophet. And wanted them dead because they wanted want to hear what they were saying about Jesus coming to restore them. Now, how is it that somebody come to give you some good news, and you're going to stone them? You're going to wish them dead. They come to bring you some good news. And so you say, God has given us a spirit of slumber, eyes, shall not, and you can't see, ears, you can't even hear. Because now you are, you are blind. Sister Ali, Elahit, y'all have anything to say? Okay, let's go to 9 and 10. Uh, you can bath. Nine and ten. And David played their cases from the snare and crap. Some of them blocked. Thank you. 
So we got to be careful because there are consequences to disobedience. There are consequences to uh, not accepting uh, what God has 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 given us, and so uh, we got to be careful. I mean, and that's why when he he say we are given over to a reprobate mind, God could strive with us and strive with us, and we still. I uh, 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 not want to do the will of God. So after a while, you just give your to a reprobate mind that you, you feel free to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, so we, while the Spirit of God is striving with us, we ought to make sure we uh, submit to His will. And so, your table—I mean, table—that represents something of, of, of provision, mm-hmm. right? Uh, anytime you see a, your table spread, that means you got provision. You got something to eat. And so when your table, your provision is no longer, I mean, your, your, your provision is a snare and a trap. The thing that should keep you uh, going on is the thing that's, that's going to trap you, going to snare you, gonna, you're going to be a stumbling block. And if your eyes be darkened, that they may not see. And bow down their back forward. Mm-mm. You're gonna be bent over. Meaning you can't you can't you can't stand up straight. <laughs> oh my goodness. When you disobey and rebel against God, you're not gonna be able to stand up straight. You can't see right. Just like a blind person. You got eyes, but you can't even see where you're going. That's a bad state. We have grace. Mm-hmm. God has given us grace. But the key is um, we need to obey whatever it is that God is. Not the work I'm talking about. I'm talking about obeying God. Mm-hmm. Whatever God tells you to do or asks you to do, he's looking for you to do that. And that's where he finds his remnant of people. Mm-hmm. And the one that is going to obey what he's saying, not work. But whatever he's saying to do, he wants you to do that. And so it is very important that we understand that because um, this scripture is helping us understand that if we don't obey, we're going to stand over and uh, can't stand up and can't see, we're going to be blind and everything. That has to do with disobedience. Mm. It has to do with disobedience. Grace is here for us. But grace should not have to take over everything that we do in our life. Grace is here when you can't do what you need to do. That's when you got grace. When you can't obey something, some reason you can't obey it, or you don't obey it, then you you got grace. Grace will help you uh, in that area. But we don't just lay and depend on grace all the time. We have to be obedient to God. 
Mm-hmm. We have to be obedient to God. That's based on intent. So we, we, we got to be careful to obey what God says. And, 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 you know, if our heart is in the right place, God will tug on our hearts in order to do the right thing. And he, if he has to send a sparrow to you, if he has to send a commercial on TV, if he gonna, he'll do anything to get you so he can pull you back in and let you know that if your heart ain't right, no matter what he sends your way, <laughs> you're not going to see. I mean, uh, no matter what he does in your life, you will not accept it because you already have your own. And it's amazing how I uh, heard somebody say that uh, if you're not tuned into the right frequency, you're not going to hear what you need to hear. You will hear another channel. you got the radio on, but because your your, your channel is not, Locked into the right channel, you are hearing a program that you shouldn't be listening to. The one you're trying to, which you should be listening to, you done changed the channel. Because you you don't change the channel. And so God's word is his word, and he ain't going to change it for nobody. And he said, if any, if not a jot or tittle would pass away. Now, common or period, not even not the word itself, but a common or period will not change in this world. So uh, no matter what we try to do or don't or, or think we can get back, so we might as well line up with the will of God. And so Paul is saying that Jews, that's what they did, and they became blind. Even to this day, they don't accept Jesus as the Messiah. And that is sad. So sad that they have a group who calls themselves Jews for Jesus. <laughs> now that's crazy, right? I mean, they have to put themselves in a separate group, call themselves Jews for Jesus. Because the other Jews are not for Jesus. Ain't that sound crazy? And so when he say, I came to my own, and they received you not. It's here. It's fulfilled. It's fulfilled in the, in the Bible. It is fulfilled, and I, even in our day, that they have not accepted Jesus as the Messiah. So today, we have to make sure that we know that Jesus is the Messiah, and he went away to prepare a place for us. That where he is, we'll be there also. And one of these days, he's coming back to take us home to be with him. And so whatever we do on this earth, 
is about what we want, what what God is going, what Jesus has prepared for us. Are we excited about Jesus coming back? Or are we just satisfied with the car I'm driving right now, the house I'm living in? Are we excited about one of these old days? Jesus will break the clock. And he's going to take us on home. To that mansion. Amen in the sky. Amen. And we thank God for you, you, and especially you coming in, those who are tuning in online. We thank God for you. We bless God for you. We give God praise, honor, and glory. We bless him today because he is good and he is awesome in all his ways. Hallelujah. And so uh, we're going to uh, go ahead and raise an offering right now. And uh, uh, thank God for our pastors in the midst showing up. Hallelujah. Come on and clap God in. Amen. We thank God for him. Amen. We we are, are just finishing up, up Romans 11 chapter. And you want to say something right quick? God bless you. <laughs> just blessings to everyone. Glad to be here. Kind of passing through, but I know this man is very well and capable of doing the Bible study, so we give God praise for, for Pastor Butterfield. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. So we'll we uh, go ahead, uh, those of you who have your tithes and offerings that you want to pay uh, now, go ahead and do that. We have the envelope. And we know that we give, it shall be given unto us, good measures, pressed down, shaken together, running over, so men given to our bosom. And we can't be God-given because he is the, he is the ultimate giver. Amen. He give us life. He give us everything we have. Amen. So uh, we thank God for an opportunity to Yes, bless the name of God and be a part of our worship as giving unto him. He truly God is good. So, Father God, we thank you for an opportunity to give. We thank you, Lord God, for who you are. We bless you for this day that we recognize, God, that we are the remnant. Hallelujah. And we're never left alone. If we, oh God, will not be rebellious against your will. Help us, oh God, to submit to your will and follow you. Hallelujah. As you lead us. On this journey, so God, we bless you, we thank you, we praise you. Hallelujah. We ask you to bless Bible study tonight, God. Let your word go forth in power, in the anointing, in the name of Jesus. Bless this offering that was given. Oh God, bless the giver, oh God, and we know that, oh God, that you bless this money, oh God, that will go forth, amen, to kingdom business in the name of Jesus. Father God, we bless you, we thank you, we praise you. Now dismiss us from this place, God, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hallelujah. Thanks, God. And we see y'all next week.